0: Where I help you fix your Catholic marriage I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages And now I want to help you Call 313 Radical now That's area code 313 Radical And ask me anything on tough marital issues Such as what to do when she's asked for a divorce What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation But you didn't want it what to do when your wife is cold and distant? What to do when your wife is having an affair? What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless? What to do when you engage in a mutual embrace less than once a month? What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms? What to do when she has left the home with or without the children? What to do when you are divorced but didn't want it? Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical, coming at you now. Hello, I'm Jerry Jacobs Jr., and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical. Live (laughs) The Save My Catholic Marriage Minute, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court. The Save My Catholic Marriage Minute is for you if your marriage has very little or no emotional closeness, your wife has asked for a divorce or separation, your wife has left the home or you are separated, your wife is in the home, but you are in separate bedrooms, your marriage is just plain boring or has no passion. You engage in the marital embrace less than weekly or severely less than monthly. You are divorced but didn't want it. In this 50th episode, I ask, where are the clues? What are the clues your wife wants a divorce? Plus, live calls answering your marriage questions. So, please, get in the queue. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. So why don't you get in the queue so I can help you? Get your Catholic marriage questions answered. Call now by calling 313-RADICAL. Don't wait. Get in the queue now. Well, the quote of the day. So the quote of the day is what we do every day uh, to get us hyped up a little bit, get some wisdom from the saints or the fathers of the church or someone in the church that is very, very um, knowledgeable and emotional and, and, um, and hypes us up. So quote of the day, quote, sex is moved by the desire to feel a moment between having and not having. It is an experience like looking at a sunset or twirling one's thumbs to pass the time. It rests after one experience because glutted for the moment and then waits for the reappearance of a new craving or passion to be satisfied on a totally different object. Love frowns upon this notion for it sees in this nothing but the killing of the object's love for the sake of self-satisfaction. Sex would give birds flight, but no nests. Hearts, emotions, but no homes. Throw the whole world into the experience of voyages at sea, but with no ports. Instead of pursuing an infinite which is fixed, it substitutes the false infinity of never finding satisfaction. The infinite then becomes not the possession of love, but the fruitless search for love, which is the basis of so many psychosis and neurosis. End quote. Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen, book three to get married. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Monday through Friday, Ten AM Eastern with some resolution to your marriage confusion. So we're back real quick. So uh, I want to say that. I have instituted. We're gonna have since it's Lent, Lent's coming up, so Ash Wednesday is this Wednesday, um, and so I've been thinking about it for a while that I need to uh, do a do a do a serious fast um, for Christ and and my wife, um, and so I'm asking all the men in Catholic Alpha and the Catholic Alpha program to do the same. I'm asking my sons to do the same. Um, uh, of course, you know everybody's not gonna do it, but hey. I can always ask, right? <laughs> so, basically, the Catholic Alpha uh, is the 10-day 10, 10 Lent, Lent challenge. So, basically, we're going to fast for 10 days starting on starting this Monday. So, uh, what you do is you get all your eating in this week, <laughs> and then start Monday, we're going to do a 10-day 10, 10 fast. So, basically, you do a 10-day fast. To, well, you can do the fast 10 ways. You can do it basically like the church, you know, basically just water. You know coffee and tea and things like that Um, And that's cool That is nothing wrong with that Um, The other way you can fast Is do with with, with a master cleanse Basically to get the toxins out of your body And so the toxins In your body what that does is That causes disease That causes um, um, uh, Like you know like high blood pressure um, Arthritis uh, Things like heart disease Diabetes And things like that so it's very important that twice a year, we should all really, men, men, men and women as well, should fast um, 10 days, at least 10 days, to get the toxins out of our system. And I'm telling you, you feel really good, and it works. It works. So I use what I call the Master Cleanse. It's been around for years and years and years, um, and it works. Um, and basically, uh, it's, a, it's kind of a lemonade kind of drink that you make, and you drink it every day, multiple times a day. And but you have no food um, and it's kind of like, you know, or you can, you know, like kind of like coffee and tea, something like that. Um, but the benefits of fasting are very great. Basically, of course, as you know, Christ said, you know, that uh, fasting is a very powerful prayer. It's a suffering. Um, so that's why one of the main reasons why I'm doing it. Um, and the other reason is um, for good things for fasting is uh, the, the the disease thing like I talked about. And also um the uh the uh it, if you're in marriage crisis that prayer will help your marriage um it will help your marriage you know kind of pay the debt to get that marriage crisis out of your life if you're and your wife are having marriage problems um, so fasting is very powerful also another thing fasting does um, for men is it, it heightens it heightens their sexual performance so it it keeps ED away it keeps uh, premature ejaculation away. Um, It keeps impotency and things like that away. Um, And also, fasting is also good for helping you stay away from pornography and masturbation, those things like that. I know when a lot of men get in marriage problems and the first thing their wife does, of course, you know, women, she pulls back the sex. Which just women, so that you know, um, if you, you know, to die in your husband's sex or your husband denying you sex is a mortal sin. And that should never be done in a marriage. but. But we understand that sometimes the emotions get in the way. Um, but, but the way you, you take care of that is, you know, you make sure you try to fix your marriage problems now um, and don't get to that point. But, yes, uh, that is a mortal sin. Why? Because that, that interferes in creation. Basically, God allows you. People have to understand. God allows you to do whatever you want. The, root, the, the playing field is a square. It's a football field. The playing God's playing field is a football field outside that football field is complete chaos, just like the Garden of Eden. Right. People don't really realize that the Garden of Eden was a paradise outside the Garden of Eden was what we have, which was, you know, chaos and all that and, and, and sin and brokenness. But. So inside a football field, it's the same way inside the football field, you know, the rules. So you can that's really knowing the rules and the parameters is freedom. People think that when there are rules and parameters that there is no freedom. No, that's where the most freedom is. For God, the thing for him is his parameter is the football field. And inside that football field, there are the rules, and you can do whatever you want inside the rules inside that football field. But once you go outside that and you break the plane, what you do is you go against God. So you got to remember why God created us. He created us so that we could spend, he could have as many souls in front of him in the beatific vision. So that's why he didn't need us. So that's why God has the rules, the rules so that your life goes as planned and then you reach quicker and more efficiently towards him. All right. So that's why I know that fasting is important. Um, I hope that 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 helped. A little bit, but I wasn't trying to help. You know, I wasn't trying to help. I don't know why I started talking about that, but I do know that fasting, this this Catholic Alpha Link challenge, it's going to be for ten days, and I hope you, you know, if, uh, I hope you decide that you want to uh, join it with me. Believe me, it will it will benefit your marriage and your life and your body a lot. Okay. So next, uh, we want to go into the um, the subject for today. Um the subject for the day. You know, well, let me go into real quick because i've I've been I've been away for a while, um, because here's what happened. I wasn't fired up about um the podcast, and I, I it was good. My podcast is good. Every everybody tells me it is, but I wasn't consistent. And when you're inconsistent in the marketing world or in the in the virtual world, you know nothing gets done. Um, and so I had to, I wanted to, I went to the Holy Spirit to ask to help me figure out what that I could do to, to, to make the, but make it better. And he said, Jerry, just go live five days a week. So, okay, that's what I did. <laughs> so you got to, you got to hear me five days a week, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. So, so that goes on, on the top of like, why am I qualified to talk about marriage? Why am I qualified to uh, to give you advice uh, on marriage and help you do my best to help you? Um, really, it's not really me. It's the Holy Spirit. It's been plenty of times I've tried over the last eight years that I've decided I wasn't going to do Catholic Alpha anymore. Um, you know, hey, I got to eat. <laughs> I got to eat. My wife's got to eat. My kids got to eat. You know, I've got bills to pay, you know, and so many times, but every time that I had decided in my mind that I was going to let Catholic Alpha go, God sends somebody, the Holy Spirit, he infects somebody with the Holy Spirit to come and say, no, Jerry, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. So that being said, I knew I had to get my podcast back to the way it was, not even just back to the way it was, but even better. And so that's why I'm here. But why am I, just in case you don't know me or when you got whoever, when people watch this replay, just because, you know, in case you don't know who I am, I am Jerry Jacobs Jr. I'm the founder of CatholicAlpha.com. Basically, it's a blog that I started for my boys because I realized a few years ago um, that if I died, they screwed. (laughs) There's nothing or no no one for them to go to that they could get that they could help them understand how to be men. Um And I really, at the way, worried me. And then I have a daughter and I was worried that, you know, she wouldn't have an example of a man to look to to find the right husband for her and to help her get along in her life. Believe it or not, ma- men, masculinity is very important just like femininity is important. Both are perfection. And If we don't understand, if we don't understand that, we tend to think, well, women are all emotional and all this kind of, no, that's not really it. What is, what the the real deal is, women are emotional and it's a perfection that God has given her. Why? In her instincts, so that she could nurture her children and nurture her husband. That is her role. To create great souls for God, but see today, if women, if women don't go to work and work twelve hours a day, they're not a politician or they're not making all this money, then they're basically thrown as a failure. And see, that's the devil, right? Most women have the all women. I'm not going to say most all women have the instinct written on their heart through the natural law that they are nurturers. If you are a woman and your house is in chaos and you are unhappy. I know 75% of the reason for that is it's your husband's fault. He's not doing his job. And if you listen to me, you know that I know that, but the other 50 to 25 to 50% is you you're out. You're doing too dang on much. You're trying to raise children. You're trying to have children you're trying to go to work, you're trying to be this career woman, you're trying to go out with talk to all the divorced and single women, you're trying to go party. You're trying to, you know, not you're going against what God's plan for you is so that you can be a happy and fulfilled woman. Remember, as a woman, your job is not to go out and have all this stuff to do, you know, exercising three or four hours a day and, and, and going to work 10, 12, eight, 10, 12 hours a day, all that stuff. That's taking you away from your mission as a woman. Your mission as a woman, plain and simple, is to be like the Blessed Mother. That's it. That's what it is. And that but the Blessed Mother is merciful. The Blessed Mother is is um is beautiful. She's a beautiful soul. Everybody wants to be around her. She was the heart of her home with the whole with the with the Holy Family. And so. Women, if your home is not the way you want it to be, it's be- a lot of it's because of you. You're doing too much. You lost your priority. Your priority is God, your husband, and in, in your marriage, the children. All right, that's that's where it's got to be. And if you serve in any other way, your life is not going to be the way you think it should be. You're out chasing your illusions. The devil has you out chasing illusions. Now, the reason that's going on is because, you know, your husband's probably not doing his job in the spiritual battle every day, and you're probably not joining him, um, and that's just the way it goes. So that being said, you know, I started, so I started Catholic Alpha for that. I started, and then I, I realized my marriages were, were bad. They weren't the way they're supposed to be. My first marriage, me and my wife were in divorce court when she contracted leukemia and she and she passed away. That was a horrible time in my life, you know. And then my second marriage, I had, uh, you know, all my kids, all our, me and my wife's kids, were in the same house, and things weren't going right. And I started realizing a lot of that's my fault. It was my fault, you know. And so then you then as a man, if you are a true man, you must first thing you always do as a man, always when when something goes wrong in your family at your job. With a friend, with your parents, relationships, anything. The first thing, or with God, the first thing you do is you look in that mirror and you ask yourself, what could I have done better? And that has served me well over the last 15, 20 years. I'm telling you. Because people respect humility. They respect, even though they're not, they might might try to take advantage of you because well, that's because they're broken. But people respect humility. And when you look at yourself and fix yourself, and that's why men, you hear me say all the time, you fix yourself and then your wife and kids will fix themselves. And if you think that they're, that they aren't, if you think that you can just wander around and tell everybody what to do and not be a, uh, uh, and be a saint in your home, you got another thing coming. Not saying it's easy. I'm just saying it is what it is. And that's how God set it up. Okay. So that is my story. And, um, also, the last thing real quick is I, you know, to add to that, to, to my experience, I've been in marriage a long time. You know, not just that, I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages and women. And I'm telling you, it ain't much I ain't heard. <laughs> it ain't much I haven't heard. Um, and I'm very passionate about this and what I do. Um, and everybody I work with, they see that and they know that I have their best interest at heart no matter if a guy doesn't do what he's supposed to do or not they know that i am here for them and my wife knows i'm here for her and i hopefully my kids know the same thing you know um sometimes i spread myself too thin you know like i said i got to eat <laughs> we got to eat right <laughs> so let's get on with today's subject man so what are the behaviors of a troubled wife huh moreover What are the clues your wife displays when she is unhappy and considering or planning to leave your marriage? Remember, women plan on leaving their marriage a year to two years before you even know that there is a a problem, a a clue. Um, You have to understand that women, they're nurturers. They love you. So they don't want to say anything and bring all this stuff up because, why you're going to get pissed and it's going to cause an argument. And she don't want to argue because she knows many many men, if they're not in the right place, they're going to argue back. It's going to be a big fight. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be all this arguing and fighting and blaming and criticizing. And she doesn't want all of that. So what does she do? She avoids. She avoids. And what does that mean when they avoid? They just Let you just say and do whatever you want and they just kind of don't say nothing and they just kind of go on with their life planning. And then eventually if things don't get better, which means what the emotional closeness is leaving in your marriage, gentlemen, once the emotional closeness is leave gone, your wife is going with it. So she just avoids it and she starts after a while she starts to plan to leave and it's terrible It's not a good way to handle things. Matter of fact, it's the worst way to handle things. But most people today do not understand how to create a great marriage. And they don't understand how to fix things that are wrong in their marriage. So they just suffer with it. Okay? So that's what that means. Moreover, what are the clues your wife displays when she is unhappy and considering or planning to leave your marriage? A more important question is why? Why is she planning on leaving? Which I just answered. Do you know my brother? Or do you even care? See, and that's the core. She does she thinks she doesn't care. You don't care. And 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 once she gets to that point, it's very hard to get her to believe that you do care. Okay. Those of you listening who think your wife will never leave you are in a dream world. And if right now the answer to the question of are you and your wife as emotionally close as you could be is no, or I'm not sure, you have entered the wife's extra strategy zone where your wife is considering or has considered what to do about the lack of emotional closeness in your marriage. Remember, emotional connect the emotional connection for your wife is everything. And if you don't take care of that, what will happen is she will begin to plan to exit. Now, what is the wife's exit strategy? The wife's exit strategy is something I came up with years ago when I started talking to all these dudes, and I started realizing, (laughs) man, that's a pattern. (laughs) That's a pattern. So real quick, I'm going to go over the wife's exit strategy real quick to help you out so that you know your future. Because if you don't listen, this is your future. So the first the first way that you know that you're having marriage problems is your wife nags the hell out of you, as a man. Which means what? You're not doing that right. You're not doing this right. Why don't you do this? Why don't you get paid more in your job? Why don't you, you know, why don't you wash the dishes? Why don't you help me out around the house? Blah blah blah. What does that mean, though? What does the nagging mean? The nagging doesn't mean what you think it means. The nagging means I am a woman. I'm married, I love this man more than anything, and I feel that we're getting further and further apart, which means the emotional connection is leaving, so I'm trying to see if he really loves me, and I'm going to test him. If he does what I say, what I ask him to do, maybe he still loves me. If he keeps ignoring me like he's been doing for the last year or five years or 15 years or 20 years, then I know my suspicions are right. So basically, when your wife is nagging you, she's trying to get validation of your love for her, which basically means, brother, you have have been neglecting her. Women are high maintenance, and I'm going to say that every day. Women are high maintenance, high maintenance, high maintenance. (laughs) So when I say a woman's high maintenance, this is what I mean. I don't care if she has a billion dollars or if she has no dollars. Women are high maintenance. You have to show them that they are number one in your life every single day, which means what? As a man, as a husband, you have to win your wife's heart every day. If you don't, over time, you will lose her because she didn't sign up for that. She knows she didn't sign up for that. You know she didn't sign up for that. and then, But you forget, see? You get lazy and you forget. And I'm going to tell you, listen, I've been doing this a long time. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I do that every single day, but I'm going to tell you what: I slip sometime. But here's the key between me and you: I don't slip long. <laughs> I do not slip long because I'm aware of the needs of my woman. And that might sound a little raw, but that's the truth. You need to get to know the needs of your woman too. okay? So, phase two of the wife's exit strategy is if you don't get together, so as a man, as a husband, what I mean is if you don't get the emotional closeness back, if your wife doesn't start to feel the emotional closeness coming back, which means you ain't getting it together, she will go to phase two. Phase two is what? I'm going to move to another bedroom. I'm going to move out. I'm going to get me another man. Okay? That's phase two. The most important thing you got to understand is you've got to keep your wife where she is, whatever phase she's in. If she's at the nagging phase, you need to stop that pain right now. If she's in the phase where she wants to move out or she's moved to another bedroom, you need to stop that pain right now so she doesn't go to phase three. So what's phase three? Phase three is if you don't get together, I will ask for a separation. Ask for divorce. That's phase three. That's a tough one. That's usually when I start getting the guys. That's when I usually start getting them. When that divorce question come up, and, or, or, and they actually leave. The other, so that's the third phase. The third phase is I am leaving, I have left, and I've asked for a divorce. So that's the next phase. And that's not pretty. That's not pretty. So then we go to the next phase, which is if you don't get together, you got to remember your wife is playing her cards. She can't kick your butt. This ain't the movies where you got a woman. She's sitting there, four guards around her, and she kicks off for their butt. Now, we all know that that's bull crap, but Hollywood tries to make you think that it's a reality, and it's not. So women know that I cannot – Physically beat up my husband with a frying pan to get him to listen. So, what I got to do is I got to play my cards, and my cards are what I'm telling you. All as your wife moves through these phases, the wife's exit strategy, as she's moved through these phases, she is begging you to save her and your marriage. She's begging you to get it together because, in her mind, I've done all I can do. That's why she's in the wife's exit strategy. Okay. The next thing is, the next thing, so the next phase is this. If you don't get together by the time she moves out and asks for divorce, the next phase is she's going to file for divorce. And in today's all 50 states is no-fault divorce, thank President Ronald Reagan, no-fault divorce, and guess what? She's going to get it. And everybody gets, well, she's Catholic. She knows that she's not supposed to have a divorce. She knows that God's against that. And I'm going to tell you what, dude nobody, nobody believes in divorce until they want one. (laughs) Hey, that's the truth. That's the truth, man. That's the truth, dog. That's the truth. That's the truth. Nobody believes in divorce until they want one. Even the Catholic Orthodox ones. Because they're trying to get away from the pain, man. They're trying to get away from the pain and if leaving you and getting away from you and divorcing you is the way to stop that pain, that's what they're going to do. And they they think I'll just deal with God later. It's God's fault anyway that you ain't acting right. (laughs) That's how they think. That's how they think, man. That's how they think, dog. (laughs) So, now, she's filed for divorce she's got the divorce right that's that phase so now your marriage is over in the eyes of who your marriage is over in the eyes of the state but your marriage is not over in the eyes of who in the eyes of God the almighty right so guess what that's what's next the annulment that's why the annulment is the big boy because that's God's thing you know so if you don't get together then, they will file for annulment and, of course, in a year or two, sometimes less. Y'all not going to believe this, but I, I I, had a guy in my program who he messed up. He got caught watching pornography, going to a pornography site, and he had done it years and years ago, messed around with his wife. She caught his butt. She got so mad. Dude, I've never seen it happen this fast. I forgot what state it is, or I would tell you. She got so she got so mad at him within 30 days. Hear what I'm saying. Within 30 days, she was divorced from him and filed the annulment and was on her way to getting it approved. And I think she got it approved in 30 days or like 60 days or something like that. That's the deal. You guys think you have time? You have no time. Your time is up. Women today have too many outlets, man. They have too many outlets, man. They don't have to sit around like they used to and wait for you to get it together forever. They just go out and start talking to all the divorced women. So women talk to divorced women for a reason. It makes them feel better. Oh, girl, you would do you take that from him? That's nothing. Women that. That's how dumb people can be sometimes. You talking to a woman to get advice from a woman who ain't got a man, who can't keep her man. Think about what I just said. You out there talking to single women and divorced women that can't keep a man, can't keep him happy, and ain't got one. And you taking advice from her? Think about the logic of that. Girl, if I were you, I wouldn't take that from him. You take that, you let him do that, Oh girl, if I was you I leave him. He did what? Oh no, no way would I do that. And every day they're hitting it. They're hitting her. And before you, next thing you know, your wife is talking about she hanging out, she don't want to spend no time with you. She's talking about leaving. She wants a divorce. Boom. And once you start talking like that, dude, your time is shorter than you think. It's already short now. The problem with men is we wait too long until we start fixing stuff but see we don't we do our marriage like that but we don't do our job like that we don't do our cars like that you know we don't we don't if we're an entrepreneur we don't do our business like that but our marriage we put that on the back burner all the time i had a guy email me yesterday oh jerry you know man uh uh, you know, I just want to let you know, man, I, I can't I can't be in the program no more. Um and he did now you gotta look this dude been in the program a week, ain't did a damn thing, ain't did nothing, ain't met with me, been to one group session, you know, ain't been in the members area, learned the dang on thing, but he's already calling me talk with his with his excuses. Oh, Jerry, well see man, you know, uh I can't I can't pay that that money no more and i gotta i got all this stuff to do i'm busy and i gotta work and my job is this and that and all that man he gave me like 10 excuses man to why he couldn't do it that's weak that's weak you gonna make sure your job is okay but you're gonna forget about your wife without your wife you are not a man you're not without your kids you are not a man dude The measure of a man is this. Your relationship with God, the way your wife feels about you, and how your kids see you. That's it. That's the measure of a man. If any one of them three ain't right, you ain't right, and you ain't gonna be happy, and you ain't gonna be fulfilled as a man. You're gonna be running around trying to make all this money. You're gonna be running around trying to mess, watch pornography, and masturbate. You're gonna be walking around trying to get all these cars and trying to fulfill that gut in your that hole in your gut that can't be filled without your wife and children and God. It can't. It ain't gonna happen, dog. That's because why? Well, you know why? Because that's what you're here for. That's what you're here for. That's your purpose. That's your purpose. And like I said, I am not perfect. I, am not, I just got experience, and I'm telling you that I'm a man too, and I'm broken too, and I have concupiscence too, and I'm telling you that you cannot go and put your head, continually put your head in the sand and think that your wife, who is a human person, her soul is going to keep sitting there and wait on you to make her life the way it should be. Your job as a man is to do what? Is to because why you're responsible, God has made you responsible for this realm, which means you're responsible for your house. What are you gonna do? So, your job, your job as a man, when I, people get mad at me, when I say, Look, as a man, you're responsible for everything in your house all the money, you're, respons- you're responsible for your wife's happiness, you're responsible for if the marriage works or don't work, you're responsible for your kids, you're responsible for all that. Dang, Jerry. Why are you saying all that, man? What you mean I'm responsible? You're responsible because that's how God set it up. That's why your butt ain't happy. And that's why you always running around with your head chopped off because you don't understand your mission. And so when I, but what is those, what did I just, all those things I just said, meaning you're responsible means what? That means that you are responsible to create an environment in your home where your family, especially your wife, can thrive psychologically, spiritually, and emotionally. And the spiritually is the most important one. That your got that your kids, and your wife are open to go towards God because you're leading them there. Okay? That's what's important. So I thought I'm gonna say on the wife's extra strategy. You know, um, when that once that knowing, once that happens, man, that's when you have. That's when your marriage is over in the eyes of the state and in the eyes of God. And I know, like I said yesterday, people get people people, people get mad at me because, you know, I agree that they give out enormous like candy, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because why? What you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Sorry, that's the scripture. That's not me. Blame God. That's what Jesus said. Okay. Whatever. Okay. So now. The wise exit strategy is very important. You do not want to enter it, but remember, I go through that and tell you that so that you know your future. You know your future. Okay? Without that, I, I, without that, man, what happens is if you know your future, even if you're divorced, I get guys come to me all the time divorced. I help them too. You know why? If they don't have an annulment, they're good. And to that annulment in the Catholic Church, your marriage is not over. And it really is not – once you get it, it really ain't over then either if you want to keep fighting to get your wife back. Most guys lose hope and they stop – they don't fight right. And then their fighting has no fruit. If you are divorced and you come to me, I'm going to help you to do things right to help you build a connection with your divorced wife again – so that you can get back in the game. You you can't play if you ain't in the game. If the coach don't put you in. <laughs> so I'm the coach. I'm going to put you in. <laughs> okay? Once you get in the game, your first job is to create a friendship with your wife again. Stop doing marriage killers. What are marriage killers? Fighting. Blaming. Criticizing her. What um, uh, are the other things is... Uh, Defending yourself, not listening, those are marriage killers. There's a whole lot of them. If you want to know what they are, go to my website or sign up, go to savemycatholicmarriage.com, watch the uh, go to uh, savemycatholicmarriage.com and watch the marriage masterclass, and I, that'll help you find out what marriage killers are. But anyway, that's that's where it is, man. So, divorce because divorce people get remarried all the time, you know why. Because the way, the man starts to learn how to win his wife again. All right, I get so sick of guys talking about. Oh man, it's over. It's over. I'm you know like they come to me for help, and then six months later she divorced him, right? Because <laughs> they didn't they didn't do nothing. They didn't listen. Uh, and then or a year later, and then they go, Oh man, take me off your list because we we divorced. Now I'm thinking, dude, you just weak. You ain't even trying to. You ain't trying to do nothing to get your stuff together. You know, you two, you some floozy, to help you feel better about yourself, when you got a, you got to have to had the perfect woman that God gave you for all those years. You screwed that up, so now you're gonna go get some other woman, and screw her life up. Because believe it or not, dude, let's just be real, and you women too, you wives too, it's the same thing. We think we gonna we screw up our marriages as men and women. We screw them up, then we go. I gotta get away. I gotta get away from him. Or I gotta get away from her, then you go out there and pollute somebody else's life because you ain't changed. You're the same person you were when you was with that other person. Please listen to that. Please understand that. I I try to get the men to understand you've got to go through the program so that you learn how to be the man worthy of who of that woman and children that God has given you, so that you stop. You stop the pain in their lives and stop messing things up and you don't pollute it anymore. Once you do that, most of the time your wife's gonna be fine. She's gonna start responding to you and wanting to be around you again and wanna talk to you and wanna you'll be surprised of what your wife will. Your wife, the problem with men is we think, well, when she fixes her, I'll fix me. No, 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 no. You fix you first, you suffer and sacrifice first. And then your wife will take over from there. See, that's all you got to do. It's hard, but if you do it, you'll be good to go. Okay? So, remember, again, once the closest is gone, she will start telling herself, this is not what I signed up for. Then comes the question, can I be happier with him or without him? Once your wife starts thinking, can I be happier with him than I can without him? Oh my God, I probably said that wrong. But you know what I mean. Dude, once she starts thinking like that, you in you in serious, serious trouble. You in all your money's gonna be gone. Your your kid's gonna be gone. I gotta I know what I had a dude, man. He came, he came to me, he, we talked for like two years. He would never come in, he would never buy in, he would never come into the program, he would never allow me to really fully help him. Cause he thought he had time. Well, guess what? At the end of that two years, he contacted me, talking about Jerry helped me. She then divorced him, took all, took half of his four hundred one k, which was a lot. Took the house, took all the kids, all six of them, and he couldn't even see him or nothing. She got full custody, took the house, took the cars, took everything, left him with nothing. Fellas. The way women, when they fall in love with you, it doesn't matter what their parents say, it doesn't matter what the divorced women say, it do not matter what the single women say, none of that stuff matters. It doesn't matter what their job says, they will be with you. Okay? Once they fall in love with you, that's what they're going to do. They don't care. This is how you trump, the emotional connection is how you trump all the negative if you keep trying to think about this in a logical way, you're gonna get torched. <laughs> okay, so the clues that I'm gonna go over, I'm gonna take a break here, but the clues, the, the the we're gonna go over the 12th clue today that your wife wants a divorce. It's a good one. You gotta listen to it. All right, uh, I'm skipping a, a little bit because I want I want to get to that. Um, other than that. Let's go on a break. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit Save My Catholic for an opportunity to work with me personally. For free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit Save My Catholic Marriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit Save My Catholic for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, save my catholic marriage That's save All right, we're back. I hope y'all listen to that. And you hit save savemycatholicmarriage.com so that you and I can hook up and get your marriage where it needs to be. But guess what we're going to do right now? I got two callers in the queue. So I am going to start with somebody who I think I recognize because I miss him and I haven't seen him in a long time. So we are going to talk. Are you there, Mario? Can you hear me? I can hear you, Jerry. Can what's,
1: you hear me? What's up, baby? <laughs>
0: <laughs> huh? This is awesome. Congratulations. This is really awesome. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you like it, man. How have you been, dude? Uh, you know, it's it's uh it's, it's the
1: cross every day, but I embrace it and I'm just waiting to see what unfolds. You know.
0: Yeah. So where are you guys at right now? So let's forget that. We can talk about that in a second. What, what 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 can I do for you today? What what did you want to talk about? Because I asked you a ten twenty five questions, but <laughs> I, I get to your question. <laughs> you there? Oh. Uh oh. Can you hear me? Ah, there you are. You're back. I just wanted to tell
1: your listeners that uh you know uh you are uh, you're, you're always your advice is always great and it's 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 definitely guided by the holy spirit and I want to thank you just to let you know that uh and let your listeners know too that you know what you're saying is 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 the truth to try to do the best they can to uh follow your advice and um you know which you know your advice is the church's advice so just follow it to follow it
0: yeah so, how are things going lately?
1: So, she moved out on Thursday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, to her, And you'd be happy to know, Jerry, and this is one of the things you always promote, my daughter was a warrior, and she's been giving her mother nothing but grief for the past six hours.
0: Wow. Um,
1: in fact, she stayed here two of the three nights already because her mother couldn't, I guess, handle it. Um, so, she's here. And my daughter is like a little spirit of the you have to hear her talking. I'm like, Anna, where did that come from? And she said, dad, I talked to the blessed mother. And I said, I asked her for the words. I said, wow. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's like you said, now it's the, it's the time. This is the, now that the Holy spirit's got to work on tis. And I think that's, what's going to happen now.
0: Yeah. And so, and that's man. Remember, man, the prayer regiment is the foundation. And i I know that when things aren't going as we like it, we, you know, one of the first things we stop doing is praying properly. Um, but I would beg you, beg you, beg you to open up that email again and and get those prayers going, and so that especially those marriage and crisis prayers, um, so that your wife can understand, so that that because so that what 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 the prayer does, Mario, which you already know, is it. Sends the Holy spirit to infect your wife's heart to have it for being so cold. Um, and, but it takes perseverance to keep going and keep going. Does that make sense? Of course. Of course. Okay. Um, other than that, man, I'm so glad to hear from you, dude. I really am. And please feel free to call anytime I'm here Monday through Friday. And, uh, if you got anything else for me,
1: uh, no, but I, I, I'll definitely be in touch. You know, I, I told you that before and I,
0: I keep my word. So That's God bless what, you. You did. <laughs> so, all right, man. Well, thanks very much, brother. Talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. All right. All right. That was Mario and I'm so glad that he called in. It's been a while since I heard from him. Uh, the other thing is, well, my uh, oh, I had a special call, and they let—they must have dropped the system. Must have dropped them. Uh, so anyway, well, hopefully they'll call back. Other than that, we're are going to move on to. Um, we're going to move on to the rest of the show, starting now if you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help visit com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That Alright, we are back, back, back And we have our next caller on the line I didn't want to wait and make her wait any longer Because I know how what that can do So, here we go Hello, are you there? Hello Ah, good, you can hear me Yes, I can hear you Good, so what can I do today? You have a great voice Uh oh. My wife's my wife's gonna be saying, What do you tell that girl she got a great voice for? (laughs) (laughs) I bet your wife sounds
1: exactly like that
0: too. I I bet she does. (laughs) So I have a question. Yes, please. Tomorrow begins Lent.
1: My husband takes it very seriously to the point of the fasting just goes the extra, extra mile, not just an extra mile, goes the extra, extra mile. And, um, it just concerns me, the pain and the suffering he goes through. It's just, you know, I'm like, well, just eat something. I mean, that's what I say in my mind. I'll say it to him, but he embraces it almost severely. So how can I, I guess it's selfish because I don't like seeing the pain and the angst and the anxiety and the, well, the suffering.
0: Hmm. Yeah. How
1: can I help him help me?
0: <laughs> well, not feel so bad. <laughs> well, first thing I would say is join him and pray with him. Um, I would say, you know, uh, pray for his well-being, pr- you know, ask God to protect me and, let, and 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 protect him and let him know that you, you know, let God know that you want, that you want, that you understand his suffering, and ask God, what can you do? Um, the other thing is, men, the reason that your husband's probably doing that is because, He realizes that if he doesn't do the things it takes to get the family the way it needs to be, and especially the marriage, then nobody else is going to do it. And he he sounds like he is trying his best, even though he's not a perfect man. He wants to try to do the best that he can so that his wife and his children see that he loves them and that he loves God. And sometimes, what better way to that is through suffering and sacrifice, um, and that's kind of where you are. The big thing, you know, it's like when Jesus was in, um, you know, and then uh, he was talking to Peter and the apostles. And I forgot, of course. You know, I'm not a scripture; I don't know the scripture, but the, the verse. But God, you know, God was, t- uh, Christ was saying. You know, I got to go. I'm going to get killed. I'm going to get crucified, blah, blah, blah. And then Peter and me were like, oh, no. Oh, no, my Lord, please. Not that. Don't we can allow that. And then what did Jesus said? He said, get away from me. He said he was saying, I've got to go through this. Satan, get away because you're making me weak. And so that's what I would tell you about your husband is I know you're a nurturer. And you love him, and you and you feel for him, and you want him. You know, you want to make sure he's okay. Um, but the best thing you can do is support him and do what he's asking you to do, so that he can suffer and sacrifice for God and for you. Why? Because the benefits to your marriage is what is what is his true purpose. You know, the the thing for women's the women's job is to guide him, is to guide their husband. And to support him and to help him be the man he's trying to be if he's on the way towards God. Now, of course, if he was watching pornography, masturbating uh, and, and you know, uh, going out trying to kill or be with other women and all that kind of stuff, then, of course, you would severely flip that. You see what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. it's like mothers who don't allow their kids to play football. You you've got to allow your boy to be a boy so that he grows up and knows what a man what it takes what it takes to be a man. And today, when you have all these women raising boys, that's why the boys are wusses, because the mothers are raising them and they're they're, they're they don't not do it on purpose. They love their kids, but they're trying to get them to, you know, they don't want, they don't want to hurt their. They think if he breaks his arm, oh my god, I can't have that. But what women women don't know is. If your son breaks his arm or breaks his leg, that is the best thing that can happen to him. You know why? Because he learns how to be tough and take pain and sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So what do you think?
1: Okay, I can,
0: I'll cogitate on that. That's right, cogitate on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling. That was fun. Thank you. Alright, so now we're going to finish up the show here real quick to go on with the Catholic Alpha Marriage Minute. To go on I'm going to, I'm, doing, I'm going to do what I promised and I'm going to let you guys know what the 12th clue that your wife wants a divorce. Oh my God. Oh my God. Everybody, please take this one to heart. It's a good one. It's a really, really good one. Okay, so what is the number 12 clue that your wife wants a divorce? Drum roll, please. She continuously places the kids above you. Ooh, ooh. Your wife is putting the children above you. And most of you go, oh, that's what she's supposed to do. No, she ain't supposed to do that. God first, your marriage second. Your kid's third. That's the way it works. You must serve your husband first, then the children. Why? See, I always tell you why. I just don't make statements. (laughs) The reason is you don't have a family if your husband leaves you. You expect your, your husband didn't sign, just like I told you yesterday, that women don't sign up to work 8, 10, 10, 12 hours a day. They don't sign up to have all these darn kids. They don't sign up to wash dishes every day and take out the trash and and, and, and have bad sex. That, that's not what women sign up for. They sign up for the love of their husband. Men are almost exactly the same. Men require respect. Even St. Paul says it in, uh, in Ephesians 5, in verses 21 through 30, 33. Women are required to respect their husband. Not love him. Why? Because God knows that men love respect from their wife. It makes him love her more. It makes him respect her more and want to treat her better. This is why that when a woman, and I see it all the time, and men do it too, but not as much as women do. They they get it twisted. They sit there and put the kids above the husband. The husband becomes unhappy and unfulfilled, so he don't want to be around you no more. He's at work all the time. he's with his buddies because I'm having more fun with my buddies than I can with you i I got a dude, I got a man, I had a man in my program. Well, I've had several of them. They come to me, hey man, here's the problem. My wife, we got dogs, and my the dogs are more important than me. Now, what kind of crap is that? The dogs are more important than him. So if your wife is putting the children above you, first of all, that means you got a lot of marriage. You got serious marriage problems and you better start dealing with it. All right. Please try to hear what I'm saying. Women want to put women. When a woman loves you, you, the hero, you are the knight in shining armor. You are. Not the dog, not the kids, not her, her parents, her brothers and sisters, none of them. You are. This is why you've got to learn how to suffer and sacrifice first. Then your wife will take over from there. She will, I promise you. I will. That's one promise I will make. (laughs) You do it, and you do it for a longer period of time, so she believes you. To trust, she trusts you again, and she believes you love her. Then she will start to her nurturing will start to take hold and then she will start to serve you more. Okay. That's important. So your wife continuously placing the kids above you is a serious problem. And that's probably means she's been thinking about getting away from you. Because if a wife is putting all her time and energy into the children, that means that she doesn't get she's not getting what she needs from you. All right. So remember the time before the kids came into your lives, how it was, how it was with your beloved. All she talked about was you. All she wanted was you. All she lived for was you. You love your love for her was everything to her. She just couldn't get enough. She put your wants, desires, and needs above everything, including her own. Then the kids came along and she still put you first. But her time is now split between you, the kids, her job, etc. She handles it all because she believes you love her. You put her happiness and needs above everything and everyone, even yourself. And she knows this. But then comes the stress of job, money, kids. Wow. It all seemed to change in an instant, didn't it? And before you knew it, Your marriage turned into a partnership, a roommate situation. A marriage of boredom or just going along to get along. So let me say this. Your marriage is not a partnership. Your marriage is not a roommate situation. You guys aren't buddies. You are beloveds. That's a difference. Guys, from now on in your mind, when you talk to your wife in your mind, I want you to think to myself, yourself, this is my beloved. And you will talk to her completely different. You will. You'll start to talk to her with a different tone of voice. You'll talk to her a different way that she that she can identify with. All right. Please try to understand that. Okay. Um people come in these days. Well, that's my partner. Your wife doesn't have to be your partner. Your wife signed up to be your beloved, which means what? I'm priority number one. I'm the most important thing in your life. You put me on a pedestal, and then here's what i do for you. I'll give you all the kids you want. I'll give you all the sex you want. I'll love you more than anything in the world, and I won't turn you down for sex. (laughs) And I'll make your house peaceful and nurturing. And that's all you got to do. Now, I know what I say is a lot. It's a lot. But again, if you fix you, your wife will look at herself. She's not going to look at her because you can't have two grown ass folks talking about, well, I'll fix myself when you fix yourself. You got two people thinking like that. Somebody has to take the lead. This is why. God, in every organization in the world, there is a person who is tasked to be the leader, which is what? When you lead, you're the server, okay? Just just don't get it twisted. So that's kind of how you got to look at it, okay? That's really how you got to look at it. You are responsible. That's why I say God placed you as the man in charge of making sure your home is in the, the environment that he needs so that your marriage can thrive. All right? Okay. So that's what I got. You're not a partner. That's not your partner. That's your beloved. Okay. next. So you begin neglecting her and not wanting to come home because of all the chaos. You didn't mean to neglect her or stop making her feel special. It just kind of happened. So she reacted by clinging more to the children because that is all she really has that and her job. To help her bear the feelings that you don't love her anymore, or at least as much as you did. When this happens, she starts to place the needs and desires of the kids above you. Even though this is wrong and eventually kills a marriage, your wife is only trying to protect her psyche by bearing her feelings for you. So, no longer are you prime in her life. No longer are you first priority because maybe you leave her or maybe she is planning to leave you. Ooh. <laughs> because without the emotional closeness, she is wondering, why am I here? Remember, without the emotional connection, your wife starts to think, well, what am I here for? I can't force myself to love him. He doesn't care about me anyway. And remember, guys it doesn't matter what you and I think it matters what your woman thinks. And this is why you got to constantly be in her ear. You got to constantly ask her if she's okay. You got to constantly watch how she moves, how you know, you got to constantly make sure she's okay. So again, that you can solve problems before they become a problem. Because like I said yesterday, once you get 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 problems, you need professional coaching to get out of that to make it your marriage back right because you can't do that on your own. That's too much going on, okay? So, so there's a cause and effect here. You unknowingly begin neglecting your wife. She is high maintenance as all women are and begins to believe you don't love or care for her so- as much because you forgot your priority of winning her heart every day and not taking her for granted. She begins moving into the dreaded wife's exit strategy, which I talked about earlier today, which means ever so slightly that she is starting to wonder, where is your marriage actually going? Can I be happier without him? I mean, all of my single and divorced friends say I should leave or divorce him, and they say no way they put up with this craziness. That's what they say. No way am I, if I were you, I'd put up with that craziness he's doing, Right. Even my brother is on my side, and he's a man. This clue is huge. Please open your eyes and see the future. Give her what she needs from you. This feeling that she is number one, the most important thing in your life, is her, and that you appreciate her. Fellas, stop taking your wife and marriage for granted. You know why? Because, 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 because. Because, because, because that is a holy lover gift. There are three, 33 holy lover gifts. And one of the main gifts is called taking your wife for granted. You never do that, okay? It's not about your happiness, but the happiness and fulfillment of your wife and children and your obedience to God. Until you accomplish this, you'll never feel complete or whole as a man. Bam. Let's talk about your Catholic marriage problems. Weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on the Catholic Alpha Radical Facebook page and CatholicAlpha.com. And so I'm going to check to make sure I don't have any more calls, and I don't. And so that is the end of the show today. And so uh, thank you all for listening and showing up. We're going to try to build this audience, and we're going to try to make this show great. You know why? Because, man... There's no Catholic relationship avenue out there that has the full package. The full package of helping you for free, trying my best to give you all the knowledge you need to help you get it, to help you survive in your marriage and make it thrive. Then, and then, and then, not just that, give you a way to talk to somebody that knows what they're doing and really has the passion to help you. I see you, caller. Wow. Okay. That really has the passion to help you. And also that has a program to take you through it to get you to where you want to be to build a legendary marriage. So what is a legendary marriage? A legendary marriage is a marriage that spans throughout time, which means what? You, as your the head of your family, you and your wife create a great marriage, then your kids create great marriages, and then their kids create great marriages, and then their kids create great marriages. That is what our Lord wants from you. Our Lord doesn't want a building or a painting, or he doesn't want, you know, billions of dollars in the bank or 10,000 cars. Those things are great. Oh, my God, I wish I had them. Please don't take me as being, I'm not stupid, (laughs) but to really do something that means something in this world and out throughout time, this is why I do this, because I saw that the thing that Ronald Reagan started back in 1970-something, I forgot what it was, that they started No Thought Divorce, that was the, the beginning of the end of the family, and Satan has been kicking butt and win ever since. And I decided evil doesn't stop until men stop it. So what did I do? I said, I'm not going to sit around no more. My wife loves me. I love her. We're going to do this. Me and her are going to do this. And believe it or not, my wife supports me. And I love her with all my heart. She is the best woman God ever created for me. And I would never, I would never, ever, I never, ever regret being with her because she is a powerful, powerful woman, and she's all woman. She's not a woman trying to be a man. She's all woman, and that's what men need. We don't need another man, another woman trying to look like, be like a man, because that's not what we need. And so that's why I want you guys to understand our marriage is the most important thing in our life, our relationship with God and our marriage. We've got to get even even way above the kids way above the kids. The reason why is because if you and God and your wife get together, the kids going to come along, man. The kids going to come along because all kids want, no matter if they're two or 102, they just want their mother and father together in the same house, going to mass, getting the sacraments and loving God. That's what kids want. They want their mom and dad together. Anybody that doesn't understand that they're ignorant, man, they're ignorant and selfish. Really, this world is under crisis right now, and it's because of the family. The family is being torn apart. You know, there's this, what's that thing? Um, what's that thing? The the, the, the the ancestor.com and they do, they do, they, they trace your history all the way back. My wife loves that stuff uh, and, and they trace your history all the way back. I was thinking the other day when my wife did that, I was thinking, what are they doing these days with people who don't have the same last name no more? Like, okay, the father is gone, so the woman has the baby, and then the baby has the mama's name. I mean, that's just, I don't know. Maybe somebody can call me tomorrow and let me know how that works. So, but guess what? I was going to conclude the show, but... I have a caller, and I always take pro- let my callers take priority because that's what I that's what I'm doing this live show for. I'm doing this live show to help you. So I got group at twelve with the, with, the, with my program fellas, but we're gonna talk to my man, or it might be a woman. I don't know. I don't recognize the number. <laughs> so let me see. Hello, are you there? Hey, J- hey, Jerry, how are you? I'm doing fine. How are you, man? Great, great. Yeah, a while ago, um, you gave me a few consultations, uh, but I never went through with the program, so I was just actually calling to see if we could uh, get together for the program um, possibly. So uh, that's all I was calling for, but uh, (laughs) I I didn't know I'd be put on live, so I just stayed. Oh, no. I I stayed the course. I'm glad you called. That makes me feel good, man. What is? Let me give you my well, I'll just give you my simple email that way or okay. you can give me your email. Let's do it like that. Okay. Uh my email is uh M A T T the number eight. Uh-huh. At T U T A N O T A. T U T T U T A. N N O T A T A dot com. Yes. So M A T T as in Matt Eight. At t u yes. t a n o t a dot com. It's actually tutanota a t u t a n o t a sweet. Com. Sweet. So yes. And if you um, go ahead, in case I broke this down wrong, go ahead and take my email. Which you got plenty of emails for me, yeah, I yeah, know. Sure. But any of those emails sure. that you have, just email yeah. me, and then I'll send you the link just to, to make an appointment with me, and we can sit down and talk. Okay. All right. Th- Sounds great. Thanks, brother. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jerry. I love uh, listening so far this week. Oh, good. Thanks. Man. That Ooh. hypes me up, baby. All right. <laughs> All right. All right bye. All right. Bye. Yeah. bye. <laughs> All right. So, in conclude, oh, 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 that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. So, we are done for the day, everybody. Remember, I'm here every day. I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. And I'm, I was tired this morning, y'all. I'm not even gonna lie. This is a new schedule for me. But I know in order to, for me and my wife and the Holy Spirit to help people, I gotta suck it up. <laughs> so that's why I'll be here, okay? All right. So in conclusion, as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict teeth. Society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. So go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313-RADICAL